three, two, one, let's go. Welcome back to Mission Forge, where iron sharpens iron. I'm Bobby Jankovic. I'm the broker of Remax Capital, and I'm so happy that you're joining me today. And the inspiration for today's podcast is letters to the editor in the local paper about some interesting intersections here in my town of Williamsburg, Virginia. And there's a uh, intersection commonly referred to as Confusion Corner uh, at the intersection of a few different roads, mainly Jamestown Road and Richmond Road. Uh, so if you get on Richmond Road and keep driving, you will eventually get to Richmond in where that road is called Williamsburg Road. Um, however, at the intersection of those two roads, you've got a lot of other things going on and people do get confused there. And to make matters a little bit more fun, you have a good number of pedestrians, pedestrians walking about because uh, one of the adjoining parcels is the college, the local college where you've got a lot of students. Now, most of the students know what's going on and they're not confused, but there's always the freshman class and they're visiting parents and family. And, and if you know students, they tend to sort of march to the beat of their own drum anyways when they do know what's going on so that always adds a little bit of uh, fun to it oh you're going to cross the road right there sure go ahead um, and then an added layer of fun for confusion corner is based on the fact that this is a heavily uh, traveled tourist area the area of williamsburg and the other adjoining parcel that is relevant is Colonial Williamsburg. So right where the college meets Colonial Williamsburg at the uh, base of Duke of Gloucester Street, you've got this little intersection that I'm talking about. And it periodically pops up in local stories because you've got people that don't know where they are that are, you know, you when you come on vacation, what do you leave at home? You leave, a lot of times you leave your mind at home and you're trying to navigate and, and see things for the first time and oh take a look at that and meanwhile you come up to this intersection and you just have no idea which direction to go you have no idea of what the right of way is you have no idea where you just keep going and people in the back seat telling you what to do and watch out for this and watch out for that and, and we don't have a lot of horn honking here in town but occasionally you'll get a little horn honk and then of course there's a lot of bicycle traffic in in the community so and to make matters a little bit more fun is that purists will tell you that that's not even the original confusion corner in town that the original confusion corner in town is i don't know about a mile away at another sort of busy intersection nothing quite as um uh busy as as what i'm just talking about uh, the original one confusion corner where the college is um the purists will tell you that Confusion Corner, where the college in Colonial Williamsburg is, it's really called College Corner. Um, but then most people just say, but it will always be Confusion Corner to me. So that's a long introduction to uh, uh, what got me to thinking is that there's so many of these types of intersections in town. Um, you know, uh, if you drive throughout the, the Williamsburg area, there's lots of these just sort of bizarre intersections of roads that 
for the most part, aren't nearly as commonly traveled. But again, this is a tourist area and we do get busy with lots of people coming in. And, you know, during rush hour, as people are getting back on the road more and more now that COVID restrictions are being lifted, they do cause problems. And my, my thought today was, you know, well, why is that? And of course, being a realtor and tra trained in uh, real estate stuff, I thought back to that three-week course that I took at Alpha College of Real Estate and thought about meets and bounds. And, and to be honest, that's about all I could remember. I knew what I, the content that I was thinking of, but I remembered meets and bounds. And I knew there was like two or three other different systems of sort of defining land in, in the country. And, you know, so I came into the office and I got out my book and I just reread re the sorts of things that that I studied uh, 21 years ago. And then you have also lot and block and then the the rectangular government system. And we here in Williamsburg do not have the rectangular government system. So let me just give you a quick primer of the different ways that governments divide up their land and, and refer to their land. And the reason that's important is because that's the way that roads are designed and therefore intersections and then therefore the, the way that we get around um, and, and go from place to place. So, you know, meets and bounds is the oldest um, in, in that we use here going back to the, you know, the the Middle Ages, you know, the 14, 1500s. And it's it's based in, uh, well, meets and bounds. I don't know the, the language. It might be Latin or whatever. But it just means measure boundaries is essentially what it means. Hey, let's, let's measure the boundaries. And it's based on monuments or fixtures, things like you could point to and actually see that aren't going to go away when the wind blows. Like, for instance, a tree or a stream, a river, um, you know, some sort of uh, change in the, dem in the you know, like a, like a canyon or something like that. Um, it could even be a little bit more of an artificial uh, monument, like a fence or um, a shed, or even commonly today, you'll see surveyors will create a monument by putting in a, a stake in the ground or tying a, um, a colored tape to a tree. So that becomes a monument identifying the, the line and you know that works really well sort of um especially for much larger parcels you know um like like big farms and stuff like that and that's how they that's how they define the the boundaries the area that the the parcel of land that that is owned by the landowner and then the, so you can see how the roads start to have you ever driven through the country around here and then you'll all of a sudden the road will take this really big swath turn and well it's because that landowner didn't want to have the road go through his parcel um and so it it kind of lets you sort of build up from there and see how things can get uh, a little confusing when you plop roads and navigation travel systems into this a lot and block is i'm not going to spend a lot of time but it's basically meets and bounds driven down to these smaller parcels designed for people you know as we got off of farms and started doing cities and urban settings you know um hey we've got this block and there's different lots on it and 
you know, based still on the, the, the meets and bounds, but it's designed, think of like a subdivision. You can picture the different parcels and, and different sizes and shapes and no, no necessarily, no rhyme or reason that stands out other than maybe the curvature of the land as defined by a road or a river. Now, take yourself to the Revolutionary War and, and um, post-Revolutionary War, you know, the, the United States comes out with uh, sort of access to all this land that they, they've been granted or have assumed is now theirs. And I'm speaking primarily west of the Mississippi River and, and couple... And, and this is me reading between the lines, but I don't think it's a big, it's a big thing. Uh, couple with it um, a, a large amount of debt that they, they have from, from the war and they need to establish, and this is Thomas Jefferson in, inspiring this, this uh, thought process, among others. Um, hey, we need a bunch of farmers out there because we can't tax people, but this is a way for the the government to gain revenue. They can, you know, give large parcels of land to people to farm and, and collect a small amount of money and help run the government. Um, remember, we had a very weak government post uh, the revolution and it, it didn't get stronger until, uh, you know, I don't know, 20 years later or something like that. But um, so how do we divide this up quickly and easily to give, you know, to get this this cash flow coming so we can get our farmers out there? Well, they just basically put a big piece of grid paper down. If you can think of graph paper that your kid would use in algebra or, or geometry or whatever um, in math class, it's essentially the in almost the entire rest of the country and i think this even is true in canada is just grids rectangular square uh, rectangular is not really the best word it's more square uh in origin and then they're divided up into rectangles and it's it's really very boring okay but and, and the thing about it though is you have like okay you want a town here's your town it's it's 36 square miles, <laughs> six by six. And that is di di divided up into smaller squares all the way down to where you get to the center of the thing. And what do you have? You have your Americana town square, right? And and that's where the origin of that came from. But the, the thing about navigating is you don't have the confusion that you have here in Williamsburg. You know, even from that town square, if you head one direction, you're going to be heading due west. If you head the other opposite direction, you're going to be heading due east. And you will continue due east until you hit the end of the system, which could be in another state. I mean, you it just keeps going and going and going and going. And you may even end up in the middle of a farm on a little farm lane, but it will just keep going and going and going. Same with your north, south, north and south routes. Um, again, these are going to follow your longitude and latitudes and all that stuff plays in um so i just thought that it, it would be a really interesting walk through what the things that you learn in real estate school and how they actually do apply to your everyday life so just remember meets and bounds here in good old virginia and out in the midwest you've got um the rectangular government system the sort of plot system 
And that is why things are the way they are. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. I look forward to seeing you again.